Welcome to Above the Garage. Hi, friends. Welcome to our second non-Handmaid's Tale podcast. Now that Handmaid's Tale is in between seasons, probably until 2024, we've been on the lookout for new shows to discuss because that is a long time to wait to hang out on Zoom together and analyze TV again. Uh, last year, we loved doing Shining Girls, not only because it starred Elizabeth Moss, but because it kept us guessing and playing detective every episode. So when we saw Your Honor 2 was coming out, we were psyched because a few of us had watched the last season and loved it. And it had the extremely attractive added benefit of featuring Amy Landecker, aka Mrs. McKinsey in The Handmaid's Tale. So boxes checked. Uh, we're still on the lookout for projects that will be more thematically similar to Handmaid's. But in the meantime, we're excited to follow this thriller for fun. And who doesn't love Brian Granston? All right, let's do our round of introductions and dive into season two, episode one. I am Scarlett. I am Kimberly. Hi, I'm Raquel. And I'm Kate. All right, typically we discuss the episode scene by scene, but this episode jumps around a lot, so buckle up. The show is created by Peter Moffat, and this episode is directed by Peter Sollett and written by Joey Hartstone. The episode opens with a beautiful swamp shot that I'd kind of like to have framed in my house. Something about swamps appeal to me, but in this case, it probably symbolizes the first hit on a Google search of swamp symbolism, a dangerous place with dangerous creatures you cannot necessarily see lurking. I also love the sounds of the swamp in this short little scene. And then we're abruptly transported to a much less peaceful setting with very visible danger as we see the guard tower to prison and the door sliding shut with the uh, hooped barbed wire and everything. Very effective. We're trapped. And then there's a pretty slow reveal that I enjoy as to who's in prison. But once I saw the white legs, I figured it was Michael. Why did you guys think he was in jail initially? I was shocked that he was in jail, yeah. actually. Yeah. For some I reason, that. I mean, it was kind of like he should be in jail. But right, right. He broke a lot of laws. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, you know, he was going to start maybe not being a judge, but I didn't expect for him to be in jail at all. Yeah, yeah same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. I was confused Kimber- for a second. I was like, why? But then obviously he did do a lot. Illegal things. A number of crimes that he committed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess it seemed at the end of season four that maybe it could all just be swept mm. legally under the table. Yeah. But mm-hmm. no, not, not with him. Without his son, he reverts back to the honest judge, it seems. Once you uh, saw his tidy whities you could tell that it was him. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, remember Walter White? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what? That is why. Because we <laughs> saw his underwear cooking meth so much, right? <laughs> Because literally, I just saw his, like, yeah, his boxers and his legs. And I was like, oh, Brian Cranston. know <laughs> <laughs> those anywhere. Then the camera's on him walking down the hall through jail. And the camera spins around so you see the door he's about to walk through. And through the window is a chair. It reminded me, actually, of a handmaid's shot when Lawrence is supposed to be executed in season four. Yeah. But instead, he's actually just getting his beard trimmed. And Michael could definitely use a beard trim. So. I thought they were going to do that. I was like... At first, I kind of thought he was having like a dream or something because yeah. I thought he was going to get, I was like, what? This is an electric chair. What the fuck? They're not going to start with this. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh. I, there were a few times in this episode where I was like, wait, is this a dream sequence? I'm so confused. I thought he was going to get tortured. And I was like, yeah. What, 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 you know? yeah. For at least a second, I thought it was an electric chair. And then I was like, yeah, that doesn't really look very electric. <laughs> but then he, when they told him to get on the scale I kind of got it because you can see how skinny malnutritioned he is that's not a word don't use that thank you so it turns out Michael's been starving himself and the doctor gives him one last chance to drink the nutritional supplement himself before they strap him into the chair and put a feeding tube through his nose and that seemed like a pretty comfortable experience don't you think no. I can't believe they put lube on it at least I saw mm. some lube the thing. 
I didn't know what they're going to do either. I was like, what's with the lube? What are they going to do with it? Same. When they were doing that, I was like, why are they putting it on? Um, but, but I can't believe, off. like, they didn't even, you know that spray, you can get, like, the numbing spray. Like, I can't yeah. believe they didn't even, like, they just shove it right in. I was like, what the yeah. heck? Well, they could it's also, real. like, anesthetize them or something, but I guess yeah. in jail. Anything. Right. Uh, yeah, it, like, it hurt to even watch. And he's gagging, and he's clearly in massive pain, and it's just, uh I, need, I needed an IV of antidepressants after mm. five minutes of this episode. Poor Michael, he's lost everything. But would you not, like, drink it, though? Like, they would force he? you to drink it. Just exactly. Drink it. Like, I know you don't want to leave. I know you lost all your will to leave, but, ugh, that's horrible. Why yeah, do you want to go for it? Just don't have that particular tiny thing happen to you. I think that he just... Things he deserves like the worst because yeah, he didn't keep his dad yeah. and his son alive. I think he also wants to live in in that like different kind of pain, you know. Yeah. You know, further down, right. there's another scene, so I think that's what he was looking for, like a different kind of pain from the pain that he obviously is going through. Well, you think he wasn't it. the Good first work. time because obviously it's been months. So right, that's I what I was wondering. Before he knew yeah. what was going to mm-hmm. happen. Yeah, I mean, it kind of seemed like he was shocked, but I, don't, I guess it was just the pain of it. You can't help but react. But yeah, it can't have been the first time. Or he'd be dead, I would think. Then we're back at the night of last season's finale, which I was happy about because I thought we were going to have to like piece it together from what happens from current events. But nope. Adam's been freshly shot by Eugene. He's bleeding out on the floor. Eugene takes off running through the city. Carlo's on his heels. And Jimmy and Gina are helping Fia down the hotel hall. She's obviously in massive shock from watching Adam, her boyfriend, die in front of her. And uh, there's blood on her face. Nobody seems to care to wash it off. That shot of her like laying down and her on dad um, on the bed it was so good. Like it was, yeah. yeah. And it was very like horror movie. Yeah. I was very worried about bedding. I was like, looks so posh and <laughs> yeah, expensive. <laughs> bed, like, <laughs> really a blanket. Put a towel down. <laughs> um, that's very practical of you, Raquel. I like it. And uh, then we're outside the hotel in the aftermath, and Amy Landsberger enters the scene playing Nancy again. She's just arrived at the crime scene and asks if they know who the victim is yet, and stops in her tracks when she hears it's Adam Desiato. She tells him she'll call his father a judge, but the officer tells her his father's inside and witnessed the whole thing, and she looks suitably horrified and shocked. Back in present time, Michael's coughing up blood after the feeding tube, and he gets pulled out to talk to a psychiatrist, trying to find out if he's suicidal. I can answer that for you, sir. Uh, and honestly, I would be too. Like, mm. I was just like, no shit, buddy. Exactly. Is this meeting really necessary to determine that? He's not eating. I have luckily never had suicidal thoughts, but to take my entire family away and the possibility of learning to live with it does not actually sound very appealing. I know people find a way to do it and I respect them for it, but I I get Michael here very. Isn't that what the the doctor says to him? Like we can find a way for you to be able to live with this. He doesn't want to live with it because it's not only losing his family he also lost his whole life because of mm. the choices that he made so there's yeah. also that there's up. Okay. you know what i just realized where is django oh camera that's right oh i'm no. just thought of the doggy no but that's what i'm thinking like who's looking after him someone's gonna be looking after him oh my god maybe um his wife's um Mom. Well, Django is in better hands than um Yeah, probably. With Michael. All right, we're gonna save this up for later. All right, back to the Baxter is worrying about Carlo and I got I got my first and one of the very few little chuckles of the show. It's not a barrel of laughs, this one. When the cop tells Jimmy they think they were aiming at Carlo and he responds, Oh yeah, you think? 
that was great delivery. Do you know who that actor is? Michael Stolberg. He's very good. Yeah. So then Carlo comes in and tells him Eugene got away. And then we're at wherever Eugene's been staying when they get raided by the cops. But first they get a call warning them and they very efficiently clean up the drugs in like the, I don't know, 15 seconds or whatever they had before the doors broken down. I was impressed. They practiced that a few times. Yeah. Well, it's smart. They did it on like a blanket so they could just wrap it up quickly. I was, yeah. Uh, like Santa Claus. Learning a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out they're not looking for drugs. They're looking for Eugene, a.k.a. Little Man. Big Mo, played absolutely perfectly by Andrean Ward Hammond, calls Jimmy and tells him it wasn't a sanctioned hit. Young men are impulsive. She think he would understand that. But he wants Eugene, and she tells Little Mo to go find him and bring him to her. Little Mo is played by Keith Machikanyango. I probably butchered that. I'm sorry, sir. But uh, I think these two are my favorite characters in the show so far. And now Rosie Perez arrives on the scene. Despite her one course in psychology in college, she is not a psychologist after all. She's a U.S. state attorney and she wants Michael to help bring down the Baxter family. He refuses. He seems a lot more forthcoming with her though, or alert or something than he has been in the previous interactions. So last season, Michael was entirely motivated by protecting his family, his son. And now that his son is gone, I was assuming vengeance was going to be the, the motivation for him this season, but nope. He is not interested even in vengeance. Some people are, though. Carlos beating up the punching bag when his mom comes up behind him, kind of creepily. And Gina proceeds mm-hmm. to Gina. She asks him why he's punching a punching bag if Adam's killer is still walking free. What a terrible mom. Like, mm. seriously. She's the worst. I hate he's her so much. prison as well. Like, he's literally just got out of prison. Why would you want him to, like, do something right. so stupid that he's going to go back again and lose another yeah. child? Like, Wait, why can't she do it then? She's yeah. so hell-bent on vengeance. Why is she yeah. using her son as her weapon and then he's going to go to jail? And and I wonder, like, how he would have turned out without her ensuring he has no chance of being a decent human being. Because yeah. he, does, he doesn't seem motivated to act on his own. It's, it's always her telling mm. him mm. to seek yeah. revenge or kill people. She's definitely pulling... Uh... I thought I, it was me I was gonna ask you guys if you like no. felt the yeah. same way because I was like this is Very kind of weird okay it's our relationship I think yeah like I wonder I don't know if, we'll wonder find if out, but more, it just yeah. seems a little bit, little yeah. bit strange mm-hmm. uh, we all agreed on that and then Nancy reveals to us why Michael's in jail she's playing his confession which I guess um, happened the night of the after the crime mm-hmm. um which is unsurprisingly pretty honest because as she said we've learned he's got no fight left and without his son in danger michael is also maybe reverting back to the honest judge and nancy's an honest detective because even though they had a really good relationship in season one i thought she very badly wants him in jail for his crimes now i think her character is like the only straight arrow like when yeah. you see all the characters like she's the only one that's like what motivates her is, you know, doing the right thing. What is right, yeah. yeah. I think she was, she felt betrayed by him because obviously they did have a good relationship to find out right. that he was doing all of this stuff behind And he, he yeah, used to be like it. her as far as what's like right, you know, mm-hmm. driven by mm-hmm. what's right pretty. But Rosie Perez is here representing the Fed saying they can't put him in jail for this. In between scrolling Insta on her phone or something and hardly looking up. I fucking love Rosie Perez, by the way. So glad she joined the cast. Anyway, she tells him to charge him with tax evasion or whatever you want, but he's no good to her. Baxter thinks he's a snitch. So I guess that's what he's in for technically ta- at this point, tax evasion. Yeah, so I guess they did indeed charge him with that. And yeah, he's just been in jail for like the last 10 months thinking like people think he's there for tax evasion. Right. So I guess the world does not know like what happened no, in season yeah. one. They just so stuck they did. with the Kofi story, et cetera. Put everything under the rug, as we said, to just 
yeah. charging with a different yeah. crime. And then on the orders of his terrible mom, Carlos stupidly rolls up alone into Desire Crew territory, offering money for Eugene. I don't know how he thought that was going to work after everything he's an going idiot. on. That's why. But anyway, yeah, he's he's not very smart. Uh, anyway, it did not work, and the guy's talking to is pissed that he killed Kofi, and they call him a bitch and take him easily. Eugene tries to call Lee, but she ain't picking up. Where is she? Is she in the season, Kimberly? Do you know? I don't think so, which is sad. Okay. Um, that is because sad. Because it seemed like they kind of like, obviously he was looking up, she didn't answer, she wasn't there. So it seems like maybe she just kind of goes out of it. I like that they had him calling her at least. Yeah. That's the only thing, just to acknowledge her Mm -hmm. existence instead of pretending like she wasn't part of the story. Mm -hmm. But yeah, with him gone, I guess, I guess they can do that. Anyway, Eugene gets got by both Big and Lil Mo and they put him in a storage facility to ask him what the fuck he was doing. Eugene tells him he doesn't care what they do to him. All he cares about is what they do to his fa- what they did to his family. They shut him in there, and Little Mo asks Big Mo what she's going to do to Eugene, and she states the obvious: "There's only one way this ends." Um, back at the prison yard, there's a really cool shot of Michael and his shadow in the doorway. He sees a flyer for a prison rodeo, and his interest is piqued for the first time. All show. Mine was too. What the fuck is a prison yeah. rodeo? We'll find out soon. Yeah. It's completely insane to me that it's real. And it's best. real. Oh well, yeah. Is he actually real? Yeah, yeah. It's in real life. It's in real life. Yeah. But I didn't know that. I no, had no idea. I didn't. No. Because I was like, so did that. they literally think this up for the show? I'm like, this is mm. so random. And then I looked it's it up. It's so like, oh, weird. Shit, this, like, mm. they actually do this? And they're wearing, like, the same outfits and shit, like the striped shirts. And, yeah. oh, man. Got your vest. That was, uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the helmet didn't even helmet. tie up. Like, what the, there was, like, no bottom oh. to it or anything. Well, we'll get to that. Jimmy and Fia are going to Adam's Memorial Flowers, but she can't do it, and she takes off. Charlie's there, and on his way home, his campaign guy is worried about his campaign in the wake of his murder. What is he running for? Mayor? Mayor. Mayor? Okay. Charlie's not in the mood. Adam was his godson. Michael's like a brother, and he just watched his son get murdered in front of him. But campaign man persists. There's a killer on the loose, and voters are scared. So everybody's being pressured to find this killer for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. And Fia is absolutely beautiful, by the way. She's played by Lily Kay. Anyway, Fia asks her dad why this happened, and he calls it a senseless act of violence. And she knows that's not true and calls him out. Says she knows violence is a big part of this family, mom's family. Carlo, they revel in it, but we're not like them, right? She asks her dad, mm-hmm. how does he do what he does? And he looks pretty moved. Relatively speaking, compared to the rest of the family, I kind of like Jimmy. Yeah, I do as well. And I like their relationship. Yes, mm-hmm. me too. And it's weird because it's weird that she said violence in the mum's family. Like, was the mum's mm. family the... Yeah, like kind of explains gang- a little bit, yeah. Gangsters yeah. from before and he married into it, or...? Yeah, I think that was the implication there, and that's not the impression I had last season, unless I forgot, which I may have. I, um, um, I that would explain. did because, like, she seemed to, like, always pull the strings and, like... Yeah, yeah that is Especially true. with um, Carlo getting out of prison, I mean, getting transferred to the prison in the first place she was the one who basically told him to kill Kofi and then she was Mm, the one who told him to um you know burn the house down so Mm -hmm. yeah she's just ordering him around basically and she he does what she says yeah she just rattles everybody but I do feel like Jimmy in a way he does want to do the right thing I don't think like he's clearly a criminal and he probably does have a lot for but um it doesn't seem like he there's a few instances in the show where he's like tried to like help back a little bit and like let's let's send her here because otherwise mm-hmm. there's just going to be 
um repercussions for everybody but she's the yeah. one that she's always like oh no we can't let it go because otherwise we look weak and when mm-hmm. the queen, you know? which is crazy because it's always after like they've i mean they already lost killed a child or yeah i think he realizes that that's how he's going to end you're just gonna lose all your children and we're not gonna right. win right it's more self-aware i guess mm, yeah that's it she's, she's just, like mom. driven by hating yeah I'm trying to remember in season one, was she even like emotionally as affected as she should have been by the actual loss of her son or just driven by the like? Oh, I think she was. Yeah. If I remember, she she broke down pretty bad when they went to the site of the hit and run. Okay. Um, She does blame uh, Jimmy as well, though, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. The bike. I mean, the bike. Yeah. I think that would be hard not to or easy to. Mm, Yeah. Even though it's not right. Uh, Big Mo's got Carlo now and is as floored as me by his stupidity. She calls Jimmy to tell him he doesn't have his people under control either. So I guess Carlo's stupid move has given Big Mo the upper hand for a minute. And maybe an out for Eugene is what I thought at the moment. Not exactly how it all works out. And after they throw Carlo to the curb in front of his very nice house, Lil Mo picks Eugene up still in cuffs. Did you guys think that that was going to be an out for Eugene? For a second, I did. When... um. They were, with the scene earlier when they're at the storage unit, they were talking, Lil Mo and Big Mo were talking, like when they'd locked him back in and Lil Mo's face was like, he felt bad. Yeah. Mm. He looked like, oh shit, that he's probably going to die. I like Lil Mo. Yeah. yeah, me too. He has a conscience. Not that Big Mo doesn't. She's super smart too and she cares. I get it. There's just certain things that have to happen and she realizes. Fia comes to visit Michael in prison, which surprised me. And we learned she's been writing to him every month in prison, and he's been returning the letters unopened. There's at least seven letters there, so he's been in there a while. Also, as evidenced by the mane on his face. But anyway, Fia seems to be obsessed with knowing if Adam loved her, even though they went out, like, what, twice? But weird. I guess, though, if a first love was killed in front of you as, like, a teenager, it would probably fuck up your idea of that romance and all future romance yeah, too, totally probably because you just don't realize that, you know Can't it runs its course yeah yeah there was um there was one shot I want to shout out in that bit where um you could see Michael on the phone and like mm-hmm. Fia's reflection was in the glass like I really loved that yeah, yeah. That they do. I noted that too and I really like the way it was shot because you cannot have like you can see what Michael was seeing through the glass which is her like really really distressed mm-hmm. yeah and kind of like having that shared trauma between the both of them which is like right. both of them really kind of like missing Adam but also like it was such properly killed that you know probably neither of them really know a lot about what Adam was feeling at the time when he was killed so that's probably that's yeah. shared yeah, it seemed like she came for solace. Like she wanted some solace and sharing that with him, and he wouldn't give yes, that to her. Yeah. I think he's like really trying to be de- detached from that sort of emotional uh-huh. uh, connection with her. He, he kind of gave it to her. You know, mm. I don't think he lied. He just no. said, you know, that Adam wasn't a good liar, yeah. so she mm. could she could use that. However, it helped her, you yeah. know, with her grief. I thought that was nice. It was nice. He threw her. Bone. I do wonder if um. If any of those letters suggest that she's had a baby or not, like yeah. I don't know if she actually wrote that. So. Or not. Right. Yeah. I, I was assuming so after that reveal that that's what the letters were about. I don't know. In practicality, I do not think that Fia and Adam would even still be dating. I think that they, 
I don't know. She seems to have her shit together. And Adam, Adam did not impress me in season one with all of his terrible decisions. <laughs> he didn't seem super smart. Didn't they mention in season one that she was like she took n- not a liking, but she knew about his mom's death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm guessing also if Adam was going through grief, you know, mm-hmm. they just found each yeah. other there. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was just it was messy anyway. So I don't know. But yeah. I agree. I don't think they'd be together. Right. I wonder if we'll see his teacher. I guess she's probably gone, too. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, maybe not. She was stupid, too. That last stupid people. All stupid people on the show. <laughs> so crazy. But yeah, and, but when he tells her to please just stay away from him and, like, gets up and leaves, the look of shock and outrage on her face is amazing. Mm-hmm. Nicely done, Molly. And, oh, my fucking God, this next scene. I legitimately questioned if it was a dream sequence because it was so fucking weird and unbelievable and what they're wearing and the way the camera focuses on the guy asking him what he's doing there. But then I Googled it and this is an actual fucking thing in America. Not common, but it exists. I don't know how it escapes my awareness. Yeah. And it's so sad that like, you know, the guy he chats to is literally just like putting his life on the line to get money for his family. It was so sad. Like this Mm -hmm. big bull is going to like kill him and kill you and like yeah well just, you can be happy because yeah. you won i know you the money. congrats but i wonder how, I wonder like, how much money it was Probably yeah like much. 50 bucks or something yeah yeah so he's asking what he's doing there and the inmate says he's there to make money so his family can survive obviously implying michael doesn't need the money not only because he's a judge but he has no family mm-hmm. i would think if the inmate knew that much about him then he would definitely know michael's motivation to be there you know, he just yeah. wants to yeah. die. But anyway, the prison rodeo. So they're supposed to be playing poker in the middle of this ring while a bull runs around them. Of they didn't they... do much of the poker thing. No, I no, no. Not, not at all. Like, they didn't even pick up the cards. Uh-uh. They didn't get disqualified. So obviously it's not like a... <laughs> not uh, like yeah, the whole pretense of poker is complete bullshit because everyone's... Far, like, they literally don't look at their cards. They don't play a single hand. Uh, it was really weird. So the bull charges... And I guess it's the last man standing. The table's red. And the bull charges. One guy goes flying. An ambulance siren turns on as he's taken out. And then the next guy. Now they're down to two. Michael and the inmate that asked him why he was there. The other guy very profoundly tells him, you know what the fucked up thing is? It's not got anything to do with us. The bull decides who wins. A metaphor, Mm -hmm. I guess, for the gangs of New Orleans. I don't know. Uh, When he said, you know what the fucked up thing is? I thought he was talking about the audience around him watching the show to watch people be nearly killed. Like, oh my God. And they had like popcorn and they had popcorn. And they're laughing like hilarious. Like, uh, and we're talking about a real life event right now and real life people. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It was horrible. Oh, it was awful. Uh, Anyway, Michael closes his eyes, remembering Adam as the bull charges him and he goes flying. There doesn't even looked to be a whole deck of cards on the table by the way yeah that was just craziness that whole thing crazy crazy yeah craziness so unexpected in this show you know but it's in the south where it happens so it makes sense yes uh back at the baxters jimmy's being bullied by gina again and carlo is once again trying to impress his mama and it works she wants to know where jimmy's sense of urgency is and doesn't carlo's attempted murder demand retaliation to which he points out that act was retaliation for retaliation for retaliation for retaliation And he says, I like his quote, patience is not inaction and violence Mm -hmm. is not a demonstration of strength. Thank you, Jimmy. Yeah. He's such a great actor. I said that earlier. Mm -hmm. That scene was particularly good. Yeah. And Carlo's just like, 
I don't know, he's showing how dumb he is again. <laughs> I know. He's just a bit brown, brainwashed by his mum, though. Like, exactly. I can't tell about like, Definitely. Mm-hmm. Like we said earlier, they've got a weird relationship. Mm. He, does, he does whatever she wants, so. Yeah. He's got no will of his, his own. Like, he doesn't do anything that he wants to do. It's more he, his mum wants to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why Why doesn't she ever get her hands dirty? I guess she just grew up in this crime family, bossing people around. Yeah, I guess that's what, like, the, they always, like, give the orders and they don't actually, actually right. take the... Experience the... Yeah, yeah. That's your son, though. Like, he's the one that's going to end up there. Right. The one that, like, I could understand if he, it was Jamie that was getting involved and she was trying to get him to do something, but yeah. her own son, like, it just makes no sense to me. And they must have, like, a lot of men that work for them. Mm, Why <laughs> your son? I don't know. It's fucked up. Bad, bad, bad mom. You can tell that Fia's too smart for that. Like, even yeah. last season, she doesn't catch on to that kind of stuff. But I wonder what Rocco would have been like. He seemed mm. he seemed the opposite to Carlo as well, a bit like yeah, yeah when we saw him. But, yeah. I like, wonder if it was yeah. more like his, um, Carlo's the eldest, so he probably, maybe Jimmy kind of realised what Gina was like, or Gia, sorry, uh, was like and tried to, like... Protect, um, the, protect the, the younger ones, yeah. Right. Mm, yeah, maybe. Then Little Mel pulls up at uh, Bus Depot and hands Eugene an enormous roll of hundos, as my son would say, mm-hmm. and tells him to stay gone. But it's when Big Mo calls him and asks where he is that we learn he's pulling this ballsy move entirely on his own. A yeah. huge risk to himself. And I love the shot where it's on him as he says, we've got a problem, little man got away. Not even convincingly. And he knows mm. it. And then it yeah. flashes to Eugene slowly walking towards the bus and looking back at him hesitantly. Great scene. I was just like, yay! Yeah. Got I me a bit emotional because I feel so sorry for Eugene. Like, if mess up his whole life. Yep. Right. Yeah. yeah. Your whole family just explodes. Yeah. Like literally every yeah. single one of in them. front of your eyes. Mm-hmm. Bless him. Yes, bless him, and bless little Mo for doing yeah. this. Yeah. Um, that's really brave. I really like. Uh, but Big Mo's got to deal with the situation all the same because Rudy's at the meeting point and he's brought Charlie, despite there being no plus one on the invitation. And Rudy says, sorry, Charlie outranks me on this one. And Charlie says he wants to see the killer because Adam was his godson. Big Mo somehow both conveys her private annoyance with the audience when she says he's gone, like looking away, while playing it off like she was never going to give them Eugene and saying, you think I'm a hand over a young black boy to the police? I really like her. Mm. she very clever yeah yeah and she tells them what they need to do to solve mm-hmm. everybody's problems they just need a soft crime i was a bit surprised that she was gonna hand them eugene at first yeah yeah but i thought that was the whole point yeah. of like uh len carlo go i think that exactly was like okay yeah. you need eugene alone yeah. and then mm-hmm. i let your son walk hey, your alone. son came under our territory mm-hmm. trying to kill like people i'm gonna kill him or mm-hmm. You I was like, imp- impressed with how quickly she turned that around to her family. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, the fact that it changed there. Smart. Like, yeah. yeah. Very, very smart. There are a lot of stupid people in the show, but a lot of really <laughs> smart people too. <laughs> They're so corrupted though. That's the whole point that, that yeah. Yeah. like all of them have something to lose and to win from yeah. what and the other does each wrong. other. Yeah. Right. I was really impressed in season one that like everything Michael thought of, even though it did not work out in the end, like the degree of smart. He's really, really smart. Like when they were recreating the alibi by doing the things, even though it was the next day, I just thought that was really 
smart rather than trying to remember like lies in your head. You can remember an actual tangent, tangible thing mm-hmm. that you did. I hope to never need to follow his lead, but I, I learned a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so they need to find a body, anybody. And she gives them Eugene's phone to plan on the body that they will ultimately find. Uh, Rosie Perez is back to chat with Michael, but this time she's figured out what actually drives him. It's not revenge or goodwill. It's family. And Charlie is his family. She knows he was like totally fucked up during the confession and he wouldn't normally have uh, exposed Charlie's role in the whole thing, but he did. And she's using it to her advantage. She's got leverage now. So basically he confessed like right after, I'm guessing after what happened to the Nancy said she picked him up from the hospital. So I'm guessing he went there with Adam. Yeah. Um, They've, they've kept him in prison for what, like 10 months. What, like, why is it, why are they just now? I'm doing something with him is it like they have to make it real they have to make it seem like he you know in order for him he's done his time he didn't talk because they're not arresting the boxers Mm. either so you know now she's just using that leverage she's had that leverage Mm -hmm. I guess forever so in building the case and the plan all along to just wait a bit yeah I was gonna say that because it feels like the whole the, the whole scene with like the, the, the drink of whatever that was um I did have a notice and like why do them want him to be alive so badly like I know that's the yeah. job to like not let inmates die but it seemed <laughs> like they really were going out of the way to like keep him alive get him not to die so yeah I think that's that's the whole I think that was Maybe the, the that whole plan from, from the beginning it's a good point I was surprised he was in, isn't he in like in the general population of the prison? He's a judge. Shouldn't he mm. be protected? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah I, think oh, that, I think his death could come about pretty easily in prison. Mm-hmm. I was thinking that as well. So He's yeah. actually unlucky he hasn't died. But... That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he cares. How on earth yeah. have you not been killed? Back at the morgue, they find a 19-year-old black man that looks absolutely nothing like Eugene. So Rudy, the dirty cop, gives the mortician an extra roll of Benjamins to shoot him in the face. And you hear Charlie, you see and hear Charlie start his campaigning on this trip while Eugene rides away safely on the bus. And then, holy shit, we found some more motivation for Michael. Fia is writing Michael his monthly letter, or maybe it's the last letter, uh, who knows. But it's interrupted by a baby's cry. Michael's got family after all and what a cute baby oh my god seriously mm, I'm in love with yeah. that baby and I do not think all babies are cute I'm not that kind of person neither <laughs> <laughs> but that was a cute baby how old do we think Bebe is Bebe I, yeah Bebe looks pretty old actually yeah I thought that too six months six months yeah maybe six months it's not, it's not fresh I thought three or four but no um, nothing about babies to be fair no, no, you're probably right. You're right, because they're not sitting up and stuff. I think it's mm. probably like three or four. You're right. And I've had babies, and I don't know. <laughs> Me too. But it's been <laughs> a while. Blur. Yeah. <laughs> so if it's, yeah. Been like ten, if it's been like 10 months, how, I'm really bad at math, but how far along would she have been like when Adam died then? Let's say it's been 10. I mean, she had to have been like a minute pregnant, right? Yeah. yeah. Minus, like, minus one week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then really had I was surprised they even had sex. Did we yeah. see it? No. No, I don't think we do. Anyway. And that's also why I was confused because the family doesn't talk about it either. Like, yeah, she, no. you know, like, so I was compl- like, I'm still like, see, the timeline was weird. So the only time I think we saw now, present day, was when 
Thea was talking to Michael in the prison and then again mm-hmm. when we saw Thea with the baby. I think everything before that was either like just after Adam died or maybe like a week or something. Mm-hmm. Right. So we haven't seen the Baxters since the murder, basically. You know, since the right. aftermath of the murder. Yeah. yeah. Except for Fia. Fia and Michael are in real time. Everybody yes. else. And Rosie. Right. Everybody else is in the past for now. Yeah. It took me yeah. a while to work that out after yeah. I'd watched it. I was like, oh, so this is then and that's then. Yeah. 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 A lot easier than The Handmaid's Tale, that's for sure. <laughs> so far. We'll see Don't what talk it got about this timeline. <laughs> timeline. So far, the timeline. Not another timeline. Fun fact Peter Sollett, the director of this app, is married to director Eva Vives, who directed a similar shocking pregnancy reveal scene in Handmaid's Tale this year. Oh, she did. Another yeah. parallel. There you go. <laughs> so much tying them together. Can you guys imagine how good their family videos must look? Two directors. Maybe they don't know because, like, maybe when they're at home, they're just like, eh. I don't want to direct. Don't want to do this. <laughs> don't want to work. Yeah. Then Michael is getting out of jail on a seemingly deserted, dusty road with nobody there to pick him up. This is a common theme in prison entertainment, and I need to research it and see if it's true. But can they not just bust them into town or something? Like, I'm guessing not because oh, it's yeah. shown like this in, like, nearly every movie that I've seen where people get mm-hmm. out of prison. And also, like, what the fuck, Rosie? Why can't you send someone to pick him up if he's so important to your case? Might look weird, though, if he does, you know, get picked mm-hmm. up in a really fancy official <laughs> <Beamer>. car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, like, I love, I love the, all right, you're free. And that is the point of it, obviously. Like, what do they do now, right? Mm. You always want to get out of jail and then you get out. Because, like, like, we don't sure. know who's actually still around like is charlie still yeah mayor? Mm-hmm. like he yeah. doesn't have anybody to come and pick him up left in the world we don't know oh yeah that's true like yeah you where, think where charlie his, would be there happened since yeah maybe charlie's dead mm. when did we find out or we're just gonna take over from the moment he's released yeah maybe he hasn't been contacting anyone like maybe he's just like refused to maybe yeah anyone. yeah maybe i don't know because he doesn't seem like he's been in contact with anybody. No. He doesn't really want to. Why do you think he took Fia's meeting? I'm actually surprised now that you're saying that. I'm surprised. I don't think he knew. I though. don't think he knew. Yeah, yeah. he just had a visitor. Well, he sees her. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because when he saw her, he was like, oh, oh shit. What like, are you doing it's, here? It's you. Yeah, he wants to leave as well. He's like, oh, the guard is gone. I'm stuck here. Was another doctor as well at first. Mm, yeah, so uh-huh. Rosie Perez was another doctor. So, yeah, true. What do you guys think about? Like, I asked uh, Raquel and Kim if they had watched the preview. Like, did you watch it, Kate? The preview for actually, two? no. My kids are doing some fucking thing at the time. <laughs> I wanted to go back and watch it. It just gave me. I just gave me the impression that you know Rosie Perez. You know, yeah, she has a goal in mind, but she's also not as clear cut as mm. you know. Amy Landecker, I forget the character's mm-hmm. name. I'm sorry, Nancy. Um, yeah, for, Nancy. Like it just—it's towards the end. She says something, and I think she's talking to Nancy. That I was like, oh, so she's the same as everybody. She's just trying to get a not a get ahead. She wants her goal achieved, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Just give me that impression. I think she's going to be very good in this role, though. The last thing I saw her in uh, was the flight attendant. If any of you have seen that, I haven't seen it, but I do want to watch it. With Kaylee yeah. Kuoko, I think that's how you say her name. But yeah, it was good. It's good. Yeah, it is good. How many seasons are there out? Is this two? I think two. Yeah, two. Yeah. Her character's very interesting in that as well. 
Did you guys all watch the preview? I have. I did. I think it was a way, a clever way of doing it because I remember like talking to Michael and be like, "What are they going to do? Like, what? How are they going to take it?" Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Same. How are they going to do a season two? And it it was smart. It was smart to have her pregnant too. Mm-hmm. Like, I did not yeah. enjoy the pregnancy reveal on Handmaid's Tale, but I did enjoy this one because now his family is the family. Like, he's got something else to to live for. Revenge is clearly not not enough for him. Right, but and now yeah. but now his family more mm. connected to the family that he's supposed to take down you know like so that's what i gonna... said yeah like he's he's got this like new reason to to you know want to wake up every morning but he's gonna wake up every morning trying to like <laughs> destroy the family of his ba- of his grandchild so it's like oh so very complicated yeah also at some point isn't she supposed to find out that it was adam who killed her brother so, oh, yeah. Know oh, yeah. You know, like, that's mm. just an extra layer of, like, uh, that's my son. About that. And your father killed my brother. And it's just, yeah, it's a nice little web. I'm sad Eugene doesn't know that he actually did kill the person that led to his family's death. Not the person that killed Kofi, oh. but mm-hmm. he did kill the person that started the whole fucking mm, thing. True. And, and let Kofi take the blame. Blame, yeah. So... I wish yeah. I wish Eugene knew he did get a little bit of revenge. I don't think that's going to be the last we see of Eugene. What did you no, think? No, I don't think no, so. I don't think so. I was thinking he's gonna get away with it. Yeah. I don't want him to die. I don't no, want him to die. No, but I'm, I really can't I'm, deal with that. No. I'd be shocked if they don't find out that he's not ready. You think he's gonna run out of hundreds and come back? <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> lots of hundreds. I wish I I want to know how much that was. I was like, can I go can I Google like three inches of hundreds? <laughs> Do you think that was Lil Mo's money, or do you think he's going to get in trouble for that, too? Uh, might have been Lil Mo's money out of his, like, little stash of... Mm. I don't think he had to give him that much money. He could have given him, like, two It seemed like a lot. Yeah. Oh, like, how long is he in, though? Like, if he's got no paperwork, how's he going to find a job? Like, I don't know how these things were, but... I don't know, but I think... He, he said that he said there was an address, though. There's an address. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because, so, what, he's 17? Was he supposed to be, like, 17 years old in the show, right? Teenager. I, I don't know. I don't know what age, but yeah. I don't know where I got that number, <laughs> to be honest. Adam was 17. I thought oh, okay. I think Eugene might have been 15. Yeah, he seemed Shit. a little younger. It's fucked up. It's fucked up what happened to him. It's a great yeah. show though. Like mm. I really enjoyed season one and watched it as soon as it came out. So Kimberly, when you suggested this like last week, <laughs> like, let's, let's do it tomorrow. I'm like, what? Okay, sure. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> I'm wondering if they will bring back um his wife's murder into it at all. They do. It's in the trailer. It's discussed. I'm super excited. Oh, it me is. too. Yeah, I'm me too. Very excited for that. I forget what they say, but they say something about like where she was that night or or something. Oh. So yeah. And they talk to to a guy, and he's like, "Well, she would if she would have been here, she would have called me or or something." They're talking to somebody that knew her. Or he wouldn't have come if she called. I forget. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. And that's really like smart in their writing. If they really thought it was only going to be a limited series last year, it surprises me that they did not cover anything about her murder or reveal Mm -hmm. anything about her murder. They just like gave us little teasers. Mm -hmm. Like, why is she in that part of town? She's having an affair. Who's she having an affair with? But they don't like address any of it. So I guess probably they had kind of in mind, at least keep the options open. Yeah. Yeah. I also am excited to see um Salamanca from Breaking Bad. Um yeah. Mark 
mark my goal. It's like <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need to rewatch Breaking Bad. It's been, it's been long enough that I will. I rewatched it recently. And it's still just as good as it I haven't rewatched since I saw it, but it's a really great show overall. Even the ending. Do you watch El Camino? Uh, I did watch El Camino, Raquel, and it was also so good. So not only did they like, I will never stop saying they stuck the landing. Need to watch it. It's just Jesse, right? Walter's in it somehow. Is he in like a flashback or something? Uh, well, I thought Walter was in it somehow, like a flashback. I think he is, but I think it is a flashback. Is he Mike? Mike, oh, Mike. Well. I love Mike so much. I love Mike. I'm really shocked you didn't watch it, Kimberly. All right, I think that's a wrap on our first episode of Your Honor this season. Come back next week for up two. I'm pretty excited to see where this goes. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.